Welcome to A Positive Spin, a well-being podcast without all the BS. Some of the S. I'm Kate Barron. And I'm Sarah Starkman. Hi. Hi. It's episode six. You remember to introduce yourself this time. Yay! I got so much shit about that. I like, (laughs) someone's like, do you have like little mini strokes at the start of every episode? Because you can't figure it out. One day. I did it though. You did it! Yay! Episode only took six episodes. That's pretty good. Yeah. That's... That's a win. When we have a thousand episodes, it'll be forgotten. Could you imagine a thousand episodes? No. How much shit we will have talked? I feel... <laughs> How much positive shit? How much positive shit we will have talked? Exactly. My sister was telling me that she's having a really hard time listening to the podcast because she feels like it's us having a conversation in front of her and she wants to tell us to shut up sometimes. <laughs> Or like chirp in and like contribute, and my and some of my friends are like it's really weird to listen to you because it sounds like you're talking to me, but you're not. And I'm like, well, my mom said something you know. similar that she was listening, and it just felt like she was listening to two good friends at a coffee shop, which was kind of how we were pitching it initially. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, I'm yeah. glad that that got across. But we never actually invite your mom to hang out with us. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding, mommy. Only when she's here to drop a bagel. Oh yeah, bring more bagels. <laughs> <laughs> bring more bagels, please. Well, if you came tomorrow, she would be here with the bagels. Does she come every Sunday with a bagel delivery? Can you imagine that's her, that's her job now? That... Once you hit 65 and you're Jewish, you have to drop off bagels. <laughs> you should just scatter them throughout the neighborhood. <laughs> Can no. you please tell her? When I was in New York, by the way, very upset with myself i did not have a single bagel you're upset with yourself i tagged you in two different shops that i wanted you to go to uh, we'll go back together i just together. got away from me and i just uh i had pizza was it delicious yeah yeah i, oh, I love new york so much i know you do i, have a, I love new a york lady too. boner for new york i haven't been in a while but i want to go back with you because it sounds like you're a good time there. Not that you're not a good time here. I'm a good time everywhere. Exactly. I'm a, I'm a good time Charlie. I know. Let's go away together. Let's go on our first trip. Should we go on a honeymoon? Ooh. What we should do, we should take this on the road, but just like. Only to like yeah. tropical like, resorts. Yeah. Like just literally <laughs> on the road. You and I sitting on a curb recording like, we're doing it. <laughs> just living the dream. We have a pot that we're banging. <laughs> A little hat or a Couldn't small you monkey. See that, though? Oh my god! We attract an audience. We could do that. We could do it like on the subway in New York when they come on. They're like, "Excuse me, everybody. Yeah, I don't mean to interrupt your day, but I'm a millionaire who gets stranded in New York. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody <laughs> took my passport, so I need twenty five dollars to get a bus ticket to Texas because I can't reach my family." And do like, people start out with that? I'm a millionaire. <laughs> well, they don't say I'm a millionaire, but they always are like. <laughs> Don't worry, I'm not homeless. Well, then why do you need my help? If you're homeless, I'd be inclined to help you. But you're like, I'm good. My life's great. But I'm going to need some money from everyone <laughs> to just set me. And like, oh my God, so ridiculous. I actually saw something really funny. I was uh, walking down the street the other day and this guy was begging and another guy came up to him who knows him and he was like, oh, like Stan or whatever. And they like had a moment and then he was like, the fuck are you still doing out here get something to eat and go home and i was like <laughs> I, I was kind of like who's crazy here like is it the guy yelling at the other guy stan or is it stan like is stan trying to rig the system well 
You don't know. I don't know. You don't know. Just get some food and go home. And he was like, you know my situation. <laughs> <laughs> he just has like an evil partner and an evil wife at home. Maybe that's like their deal though. Maybe they're like a duo and then he like yells at him and got food and then you just missed. Oh, no, but well, no, because when I kept walking, the one that was yelling and angry was walking behind me, like talking to himself. I think. Oh, I, he for sure then wasn't the crazy one. So what? Oh, yeah, <laughs> He's true. yelling and trying to like. Eat his cheek walking behind you? Yeah, no. What I kind of took from the situation was that they had been on the street together before and like he got off the street. Okay. So just some assumptions about him. I just made up like an entire story about their lives. I like doing that. I make up backstories. Like you. You're a... Like me? No, I'm just kidding. You know my backstory. No, I know. So tell me... I know some, but I like learning about you as, as we go. Tell me some positive stuff. Um, something cool that happened. It, well, so it didn't happen to me, but it happened to my sister. She told me about it the other day. My okay. sister, Allie, um, is a nurse and she, she's, a, she was a cardiac ICU nurse, but she works with patients in like, she scopes them, a lot of patients who have had like lung transplants Oof. and things like that. Yeah. Uh, but the scopes, she either does like down the mouth or up the butt. Not the same scope, not the same patient usually, but. Um, she does like things on like colon cancer and that and stomach stuff. Yeah. And so she was saying she was working with some guy the other day and he was a nice older guy and his son was there and I think he has cancer and Allie was talking to him and she's like, you sound like you'd have lots of, lots of great stories. And his son was like, oh, he does. He was a Holocaust survivor. And so they started talking and he was in the camp when he was younger he lost his family, I guess. And he has like all of these amazing stories. And he actually just wrote a book with this journalist and they wrote a book about his story and everything. And they were so nice. And Ali said they were like amazing. And the the son was like, let me send you a book. Like I'll send it to your house. Give me your address and stuff. So then the guy sends the book and Ali didn't receive it. But then what happened, uh, someone on her street, cause her address is like six, her street name, someone at 60, got it mm. opened it and was like oh this looks very important because i guess he had written a note to her like thanking her oh, and he put his cool. business card in there so the woman was like i need to get this to this person and so she called the guy who then called the hospital and the hospital was trying to figure out what nurse it was and to get it to Allie and then get it to him and the son went and got it and the woman took it back to the hospital or something and what? it was this whole thing to get this book like back to her so she could read the stories of this man's like sort of journey and after surviving the Holocaust and everything and it was just like I just thought it was really nice like sequence she of lovely events yeah and she could have easily just been like oh whatever I guess they didn't send it I guess they didn't send it right whatever but like just wanted to do something nice and it was like a whole hubbub to get it back to her that he had to like go through because they're not also supposed to be like, oh yeah, well this nurse lives at this address, random person on the phone. (laughs) And so (laughs) to actually get it back to her was this whole thing. And I just love that. I thought it was actually really, really cool. That's awesome. Yeah. What about you? That's really cool. Um, (laughs) on a far smaller scale, (laughs) I, uh, so there's this vegan bake shop in the East End that it's already I love. Annoying. No, I've, no. Is it yes, it's Tori's. So it's good. so good. See the best cinnamon buns in the city, vegan or other. Wait, did I buy it for you? Yeah, you did. Oh, the best. I think the, when we first started talking about the podcast, oh, we yeah. ate like three giant cinnamon buns oh, so for lunch, good. and it's so yes. 
good. Vegan or otherwise, you're right. What they lack in dairy, eggs, and milk, they make up for with sugar. What is the difference <laughs> between dairy and milk? Don't know. Thanks for calling me out. <laughs> <laughs> I just didn't know if you had an idea about Thanks it. Thanks for making me feel like a real piece of shit. You're very welcome. <laughs> um, yeah, no. So they, they have amazing stuff. And they also have a... a a little they're following me I swear to god they opened another Tories near where Phil and I work anyway so I was just so I know one of the guys that works there because I see him often too often and uh I was you're taking full you're not like a vegan though well I just ate fucking chicken sausage with you okay yeah never mind organic chicken sausage yeah don't let the chickens are gonna send hate mail <laughs> yeah. hate clucks um so, but no, I, I try and do my best. So I'm walking by and the guy that works there, I guess was walking home, he'd finished his shift. And he was like, hey, I haven't seen you since the new year. Happy new year, blah, blah, blah. And he was like, you want a donut? I was like, you look like someone who'd want a donut. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> no, he knows I like the donuts. He knows Just I love some them. guy following you with a box of donuts. <laughs> Just whipping And you're them like, at you me. know what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He was like, I took a few home, but I don't need all of these. One for me, one for my girlfriend, one for you. And I was like, yes. I didn't want to tell him that I was like on my way inside to get a donut. Oh my God. It was so nice. And I just thought like, he didn't need to do that by any stretch. And I just thought it was really sweet and it was an absolutely delicious donut. And if Tori's wants to sponsor us at any point, that would be great. Mm, And now you're in a thruple with him and his girlfriend. (laughs) Just just eat donuts. Cramming donuts into our orifices. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, dreams come true. Why did you you go there? (laughs) Why did you go there? (laughs) I've been really into the word thruple lately. Is that what you're entertaining at the moment no far from it i am a solo (laughs) i'm table for one you're a wuppel i'm a wuppel um no that's cool i like that i thought it was really sweet and after it happened i got so excited and was like i have some positive news to contribute to (laughs) somebody gave me a donut that's good Don't tell your mom, but that's good. It was a vegan donut. Yeah, it was just really nice of him to even think to offer. No, that's nice. I like that. Um, So tell me some positive news. Positive news. I found something that I actually thought was very, very cool. Okay. Um, There's a uh, a supermarket, I think it's Tesco in the UK, Mm -hmm. um, that has created in some of their locations slow lanes. So it's specifically for patients, or patients, specifically for people who maybe suffer from dementia, who have uh, workers with them shopping, or if they're Alzheimer's, or if somebody has, like, anxiety. Because everyone's always, like, in a hurry, and it's like, go, 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 and, like, you know, it's like, and then you get your change back, and you're like, well, fuck, I'm I'm doing it as fast as I can, and you're, like, (laughs) trying to do it and trying to put your money back while the person behind you is kicking at your heels and telling you to get the fuck out of the way. You mean, I, you? you mean you? You mean you? Yeah, me. I'm that person. Helping. Helping. I help people <laughs> along. All the time. so it's this thing. They've created these like slow lanes. And so it's just for people who aren't in a hurry or people who maybe have some anxiety or just want to just like disabled. not feel rushed or yeah. disabled or whatever. And it's just like slower lanes to get people feeling comfortable going to the grocery store. I swear to God I invented this, but it was from the point <laughs> of like, okay. yeah. no, I mean, <laughs> when you were super high and couldn't pay and couldn't find your money. No, I'm being like it like, cause you constantly have to talk to yourself. At least I do to be like, okay, there's somebody up there who's on crutches or somebody is, you know, an elderly person up there. And like, you have to remember, like, don't be, so frustrated yeah. that the line is moving slowly. And I always think to myself, there should be separate 
lines and now it's coming true not here that's like what well yeah and like maybe they should do that forever like i've talked to the airport before yes there was actually when i just went down to new york i was in the customs line and they were like or in like the security line to go through on the u.s side and they were like okay go down to this one and i swear to god they were sending like specifically just like families with like um buggies and senior citizens down there and there's this huge lineup of like old people and and families, and then they sent me to that line, and I'm like, okay, no. And I walked down, and I was just like, it's not happening. And I just like went into a different line. I'm like, I don't care if I get flagged by customs right now. I'm not standing behind that lineup of people. But I thought it was like a really cool thing, and I know that they've talked. There have been some talks with, I think, a couple of Canadian chains as well. or They're trying to make this sort of like a thing that grocery stores do. And I know there's some hesitancy and the picture even has like an older woman is the cashier. So even she's like kind of going at a slower pace. Like everyone's just, or maybe someone who's new and who's training could work there. And no one feels like get the fucking code for the organic apple. It's just like not some crazy thing. And I just thought it was really cool. No, that's awesome. I see that often in, um, I remember the coffee shop at the end of our street, there was a, n- a new girl working and it, I don't know why they put her, they put her on a Saturday morning, like way too prematurely. And she was yeah. so stressed. And when I came up and she was like, oh, um, I'm sorry, sorry. What did you order? And I was like, hey, we're going to take a deep breath. It's just coffee. Yeah, People are going to make you feel world, stressed. Yeah. Like, don't worry about it. But I, I know from working retail, like. Yeah. You feel that, right? And then you yeah. feel so stupid or helpless and it's and it's just fucking coffee. Uh, yeah. Well, that's just fucking it. And I when I worked at Starbucks, which was an amazing job. Uh, <laughs> it, no, it seriously was. It was one of the best jobs I ever had. I oh, swear I to God. Oh, being sarcastic. No, I swear. They were like, so supportive of like, they're really supportive of like students with doing flexible schedules. You can work at different locations. Like, I am a big fan of Starbucks. I think they're, it's like everyone, when you're going to school or whatever, if you want a job, go work for Starbucks. They actually, I was going to have this as one of my articles. They actually, Starbucks, and I don't know, um, I can't exactly remember. Maybe it's in LA, in the States, whatever. Um, they've started to give all their workers, they gave them all a raise. They get and extra days sharing. off and profit shares. Yeah, we and got profit manager. sharing. Yeah, but like a, they've done some sort of boost for everybody. Yeah. Um, they seem to really care about their employees. I know a lot of people talk shit about Starbucks because they're kind of like the big coffee monster. But yeah. you know what? They were fucking awesome to work for. Agreed, but I but remember yeah. people would come in and be like, and go nuts. And because uh, I worked at a really, really busy one that was also a drive through And it was like one of the busiest ones in Canada. And it was open 24 hours a day as well. So 24-hour drive-through and inside, always packed, and people would go nuts. But I'm like, bro, chill out. Like it's coffee. Like, yeah. We're not. Everyone can take. If you have five minutes to come in here, you can chill out for another 30 seconds. Yeah. People take themselves so seriously. Yeah. Anyway, so that was that. Anyway, I that's it was awesome. Just really cool. The slow lane. And then the other thing that I just found because I was looking up like other things, I was trying to find something else that like maybe someone else is doing something cool to like. For people who have maybe dementia or like Alzheimer's or like trying to make modifications to make it a little bit easier for them. Completely. And then I just came across this app um, and it's it's an app that's trying to help people with dementia or Alzheimer's recognize family. So it like you could take a photo of somebody and it'll tell you like this is your daughter, blah, 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 blah. And it has all this stuff, but... It sounds good in theory, but I'm like, so what? They won't remember their daughter, but they're going to know how to, like, fucking turn on your iPhone, open this yeah, particular exactly. app, take a picture, <laughs> like, do this and this. And I was like... No, I guess maybe the hope is, like, um, maybe if a, 
a staff member, like a nurse, continues to show them and tell them who it is every day that when the actual daughter comes in, they'll recognize it. But yeah, if you're out to fucking lunch and you're 95 years old, you even know what this glowing box is trying to show you. I know. And I have had a number of family members who have suffered from this. And I have an aunt who has Alzheimer's right now. And it's not gonna I mean like, yeah, like even good like, them- so I want to be trying to be like good that people are trying to do stuff but, but- what's the difference between that and showing them a photo like well, why is it a revolution because it, it's on your uh, you I need know. an app for that to see a picture of somebody and I think it may also connect to your phone so if your phone rings it would come up with their phone oh yeah well you're like, doing this business is your daughter yeah when you're doing all your business, business in your hospital <laughs> bed oh my god and 95 shit in your pants <laughs> <laughs> like, okay uh. well there's an effort there. Yeah, there's an effort. I just, I don't know. So I didn't really find it. I mean, this is... You don't know if it's actually, like, working. Well, I just don't. I just don't think it is. Like, and there's moments <laughs> sometimes of clarity for people, but not enough to, like, make this work. I just know it's not real. For the people who really need it, this is just not a solution. But but the, someone's trying, and they're trying to do something, so I guess that's positive. Totally. I read the other day that uh, anxiety, if you suffer from anxiety, you're more likely to suffer from alzheimer's and i was like great well i am super fucked oh shit just gotta go meditate in the woods a little more i mean it doesn't mean that one is a precursor right necessarily 100 percent, but yeah so that's fun i'll start worrying about that so that's fun so anyway positive positive. i mean someone's trying to do something like yes you know yeah someone really does yes and people if anyone doesn't know this yeah. I've heard about this and I, it's like, an, it's supposed to be amazing. Like, have we talked about this before? What improv? Yes. And like how you should, people who suffer from like dementia or Alzheimer's, like part of it, what happens is they'll say something and then their family will say, no, 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 that's not right. This is what is right. And then it confuses them and then they get confused and scared and they get agitated because they get upset with themselves and they're confused and they don't know what's happening. And so what you're actually supposed to do is just yes. And them. And if someone goes, Oh, like I'm playing, I'm like standing on the moon right now. You got to get out of my way. You can be like, Oh, what does the moon look like? Yeah. Like what's it like on there? And then they sort of come up, start to come out of it. But if you just embrace them and go forward with it, that's a much better thing to Strategy. do. Strategy. Just- that's funny. I was actually just talking about that. My mom's good friend, uh, her mom is suffering from Alzheimer's or no, no, so sorry. Uh, she, uh, no, no. So she is like 90 and she had hip surgery in the, anesthetic fucked her up which can happen when you're older so i don't know exactly what she has but she's totally out to lunch at this point yeah and initially she was like oh like when she's talking about her husband who's been dead for years and at first they were like no mom like this or whatever and she was getting really stressed and then they had to eventually just be like yeah like he's out for a walk he'll be back soon like she's happy as fucking larry because why what's the point no yeah telling someone Oh no, you're not in your house. You're in a fucking home we put you in or whatever. Like no, like no. What's the, what's the point? Yeah. What's that? Tell her she's remember queen of the world. Yeah, yeah, no shit. Yeah. If that happens to me, tell me I'm fucking king shit. Exactly. Tell me I'm like the president of the world <laughs> yeah. and I married like a hundred hot men and they <laughs> what all a life. just like we have a great life. What together. an opportunity, right? Yeah. Live yeah. The dream. Anyway, totally. Cool. Me. What about you? What's going on? What articles or anything? Okay, so uh this couple in the UK, their son, um, I believe he just graduated high school. Anyway, apparently he had suffered from deep, deep depression and never let on at all. Didn't talk to anybody about it. That's really sad. I think he'd be like 
uh, quiet or shy, but like really repressed everything. And he killed himself. And they felt so, so sick at the fact that they just had no clue. And, and, you know, because he clearly felt ashamed or like he had nobody to talk to, no one that would understand. So it's really positive. I'm getting there. That's really sad. So he, uh, so they, this couple, um, are going around to different coffee shops in the UK with, uh, special messages. So sorry, they take these messages and they put them on, like they take them as, um, they've made them printed as sleeves and putting them on coffee cups at different shops all around the UK that basically just says that like, if you're having a bad day or do you suffer from depression? Like there's always someone who can chat. This is a number. And like, they're just hoping to slowly kind of break down the stigma. Yeah. So, so nice. So that, you know, if anybody out there needs that reminder and they see a coffee cup around or they go and grab a cup of cup of coffee. um, Cause I guess clearly, you know, I, I don't know. In the UK, it's it's a bit different. Like, they really are still behind in terms of, like, being open about mental health. They don't well, have things the like that. Let's talk. Like and known for being very stoic and, like, not really talking about people. Yeah, you just about, drink and you, you just cry and talk, talk about, about something. Yeah. yeah, you cry in the shower and then you're over Yeah, it. and you get wasted and then you yeah. never talk about it ever again. But yeah. obviously, if you, you know, if you're really depressed and you're suffering... Um, you can't just get drunk and, and forget it or have a cry. No. So this kid ended up killing himself. And Ugh. now they're on this like mission to try and make talking about these things, um, you know, more accessible. That's so good. Yeah. I think that's really, I can't even, that's horrible. And it's horribly hard. I'm, I can't even imagine no. what that's like for parents. But then to try to kind of devote your life to turn that around is and like help other people because they will they will for sure they'll help somebody there'll be someone along the way who even will come if it's two it. people right it doesn't matter right exactly. that's enough and that's saving oh. two lives yeah Aww. really really nice like yeah wonderful and like on such a small scale but can definitely make a really huge impact um okay so then the next thing i found was uh so we we've talked about this how much we love demi lovato Oh, love her. Love her. Yeah. Um, so she's so she's been quite open and candid about her struggle with bipolar disorder mm-hmm. and how important it is to try and break uh, away the, the sort of negative stigma that's attached to mental illness. Um, and so she's offering therapy sessions and fans on her U.S. tour. So As in she'll be the therapist? No, no. Like, so um, so apparently she owns uh, a couple of centers that treat addiction and mental health. Okay. And uh-huh. so I think a bunch of the professionals are coming on the road with her and DJ Khaled, um, <laughs> which is like the strangest mix of humans I find. But anyway, so it's basically like they have a therapy session before the concert and they have speakers from all over the world um helping out and so i guess that's awesome yeah fans with concert tickets can sign up to therapy sessions and listen to the speakers talking about mental health that is fucking awesome and it's really smart as well because i mean obviously not everybody who loves demi lovato and her music necessarily struggles with mental health issues but because she is so open and candid about it and and because her music less of a it like if 
uh, when celebrities get behind something, there just is. There's kids, kids, or, or especially young people, but everyone kind of buys into what celebrities are hawking. Totally. So rather than fucking diet pills. Or fit tea. You know. gummy bears for your fucking hair. That shit. Like, what an awesome thing. Yeah, really, really cool. And Damn, that, that, I love her so much. Right? I love her so much more. We were watching a bunch of her yeah, singing yeah, last time, right? Yeah, yeah, Oh, she's so... That song, Stone Cold. I could literally just... Ugh. Yeah, but I think it's it's a great opportunity, too, because a lot of the people that listen to her, like where her lyrics and her, you know, where all of her sort of grit comes from, has obviously yeah. come from this place. So I'm sure there are a lot of people that struggle that identify with that. And she's just really hitting a target market. I love that. Yeah. So that's really I think that's cool. just so like, holy shit, using your power for good. Yeah, she said, she said, my whole life is about giving back. And I think it's really important that I continue to do this while I'm on tour. And I thought that's so amazing because there are a lot of celebrities that don't have that mentality that have this wonderful platform and all this money and all these, you know, ears just waiting to take in whatever it is that they tout. And they don't always use it for good. And she's doing something really cool. So, yeah. Yay. Mental health for the win. Yeah. Oh, that's so great. Yeah. Um, what are you gonna... No, you know. You oh, gotta me? Thro- yeah, you gotta throw... You gotta throw. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotta, the throwaway. You gotta throw your throwaway. Um, sorry, our throwaways. Um, this Ooh, is real-life fairy godmother donates prom dresses to less fortunate girls. Oh, lovely. So, there's this woman. She is in... It's in the U.S. Her name is uh, Betty Vital. Um, she founded something called Tammy's Closet. Okay. So it's named after her daughter, Tammy, who passed away in a car accident in 1996. So she gets, I think she gets dresses donated. In the very first year, she had 17 dresses that she donates to to girls who can't afford dresses to go to their prom. Awesome. And last year, 257 dresses were donated. Um, but this article was from... Oh, yeah, this is 2018, so this is current. Um, and, and then she has, because there was this huge outpouring, she actually got um, someone broke in and stole some of her dresses. And then she was struggling with paying the rent on her little, like, where she keeps them all. So a bank donated money to her. What? Gave her money to keep it open. And she has had uh, a bunch of uh, donations given to her. So she has 900 dresses that she can lend out and donate to girls. So she's going to open, she wants to open a temporary storefront so she can give away more and more dresses and people are working with her. She's been doing this for years. Like again, another thing of like a parent who's turning their tragedy into something like really cool for other people. And it's just, yeah, she's in new England and it's just, it's so, and she's so cute. And there's like a million different dresses in uh, like a whole bunch of different sizes and styles and, and it's it's really really cool that's great because i i'm sure also too there are a lot of young girls that feel like if they don't look a certain way that they can't go to their prom especially nowadays because everything is put online right and every for everybody to judge and see and so you know even if you're slightly self-conscious about a shitty dress that you wear prior to you'd be like oh well this will be in someone's album that no one's gonna see but now it's like the second you put it on it's all over the internet for everybody to judge you that's awesome yeah i just thought it was a really lovely lovely little thing what about you what's your throwaway um so, basically, um, you and your fucking accent. Basically, I don't even know what that is. Basically, um, there was a uh, 
gay male couple who were holding hands. Uh, they left dinner and it was late at night and they didn't think there was anybody around and they were brutally beaten. This what is city? Arnhem in the Netherlands. Okay. Um, the Netherlands? I know. Oh, you're better than that. But it's interesting. There must be something because they said that they they don't typically really hold hands for fear of being attacked. Oh, Jesus. I thought um, the Netherlands was all like open, progressive, healthcare, education, design, everything's great. So did I. But it's I mean, I guess bubble. everybody has their, yeah, there's six to eight, like, youth. Youth were on top of them. But anyway, oh, so, so um, in order to show solidarity with, with the gay couple. It's from Amsterdam to New York, London to Havana. Dutchmen across the world held hands to show solidarity. So um, they it was just like all of these photos and like straight guys, uh, yeah. guys in parliament, everybody holding hands. And they have a hashtag that I'm not going to say because it's not going to come out the way it's, it's supposed not in English, to. Yes. Right? Yeah. Well, it's like Alaman and hand in hand. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's it. I think you nailed it. Alaman and hand in hand. Can you spell it? No, don't. But uh, oh, that's yeah. That's so, awesome. but like, how long ago was this? Thousands and thousands. Um, this was April two thousand and seventeen. Fuck. Um. Yeah, so, so, but it was just, like, this huge movement of support. Yeah. And all over the world, um, basically saying that, like, the people of Nether- the Netherlands, like, aren't advocating this at any point. Because um, apparently there's been quite a few uh, reported cases of violence against gay men, lesbi- gay men, lesbians, bisexuals, and transgender people that it's increased. Um, what the fuck? I know. Just, like... Let everyone be and like who? What do you like, give really a shit? What pe- who people love? I know it's fucked. Uh, you know it's religion. It's 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 repressed homosexuality within yourself. Yeah. It's it's a bunch of really gross, weird stuff. I know there's two married guys. Like they just they had a nice dinner, walking home, holding hands, and in a split second they're fighting for their lives for nothing. Ugh, that's, I know. I I don't even know if I want to tell this story, but. Anyway. Do you want to tell the story? No. Okay. Because it'll just Is get it depressing? Me too... Are we spatuling this moment? Yeah. It'll just get me too riled up. But basically, it's just, it is, it is unacceptable in my mind if you believe that everyone should be treated equal as they should be, that if you see something like that, you need to jump in. You need to get in or say something. If somebody's getting harassed for whatever, if it's like a girl... Like a Muslim girl or a gay couple holding it, whatever. Like I feel, I just like people who stand by and watch it or whatever. That's like nothing infuriates me more than people who stand by and allow it because that's what it allows it to continue. Totally, but I feel like there's there's all these things like there's you know not wanting to be attacked yourself. There, no, I, I know. I just you know the uh, do you know the Kitty Genovese. Is it Genevieve or Genevieve? You know that theory that somebody else will do it? Apparently, oh, yeah. that girl yeah, yeah, was yeah. raped she, and like all those killed. people looked on in New York and like yeah, and yeah. they were just like someone else will do it, and she yeah. died. Um, spatula, but um, yeah, I know that really infuriates me too. I I can't. So there was um something that I posted recently, and I know this isn't positive, but well. 
this girl was being, uh, did you see when I posted? There's this young girl, she's like 18, and she was on the Metro in LA, and this police officer yanked her off. She had her foot up on an open seat. No one was asking to sit there. And he basically needed to meet his quota. And he, But he was really aggressive. aggressive. And oh she God. left her phone and all of her stuff because he yanked her off. And well, he was like fucking nuts. Nuts. But then he had like backup. Anyway, so this woman was standing there and she was like, I'm not going anywhere. You're not doing this to this girl. Yeah. She ended up getting arrested. And I was saying to the woman who videotaped it got arrested. The woman who stood up for this other for this girl. She got arrested. She got arrested. They took both girls to jail. She has like some sort of twenty thousand dollar bail or something. I don't know what sort of. I guess it wasn't a judge. I think it was the state um, that basically put her in jail. And then they let the young girl go. But I'm like, this girl for what? She didn't assault the police officer. She wasn't aggressive. Like, but the point was, I said to Phil. I would be that woman that goes to yeah. jail. I would never let that girl be harassed and and physically assaulted by yeah, a police no. officer for nothing. No. Ugh. And it just sucks because I know that's not all cops. I know cops. And I know, like, people... And it's just, like, it's not all of them. And it's just, like, get it fucking together. Well, what are they teaching them at the police well, academy? what is the screening process is really what yeah. it is. what is the screening who, process? How, who are you allowing through? You're obviously not screening them because it's just, like... Anyway. Well, now we know about oh, police spatula. corruption. We've been watching Line of Duty. So fucking good. Right? So much, yeah. Ooh. Okay, um, so what are you going to do positive this week? Um, I think I'm just going to... One thing I did right before I went home for Christmas... Was that you and I both have a mutual friend who posted something very upsetting on their social media about, um, f- f- like, saying they almost committed suicide. Yeah. And, um, That took me a second. Oof. I got there. Yeah. And I, I read it when I was in the airport and it, like, really got to me. Like, yeah. really, really got to me. And I was just like, I needed, like, I just was like compelled to reach out and I feel like sometimes things like that happen where people put out cries for help on like social media and you can see sometimes it's for like attention but even if that's what it's for then who cares yeah because then they need it you know what I mean yeah so like I just sent them this really long note and I just said like you know if you need someone here's my number like Mm -hmm. I'm here and and for whatever right maybe it does nothing but maybe it's just like getting and I know there a lot of support came out for this person and people were wanting to be very supportive of them totally and sent, sent a similar message, message. You know, totally and, and all that kind of stuff but I think it's just like if you you know it, it does, didn't take me anything I was crying at the airport writing her this message it was like so so just like I'm gonna make sure I try to do that if I see something like that I'm gonna try to you mean a cry on Facebook you're gonna just sort of like to say like I'm here if you need it yeah just to be like you're not alone and you're not worthless and I might not know what you're going through but if you need me I'm here totally that's awesome what about you what are you gonna try to do um so Phil and I are leaving uh no don't leave me we're leaving in a couple of weeks and I need to get some stuff and uh I'm basically just going to go through my entire closet and call whatever I can because I physically like can't buy more stuff unless I eliminate other things and donate them. Good. Clean it out. You know I'm all about that life. Clean it out. Clean it out. Get it out of there and donate them. Yeah, exactly. 
And especially warm clothes. We're almost in spring. By the time you get back. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, get sure. Get... <laughs> it's like minus 20. It's fine. Okay. Okay, cool. I love it. Well. Let's, let's just. Let's just try to. Try to do better. We're just all just going to try to do better. Okay, Bye. guys. Bye. Don't forget to subscribe.